We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Sunday. Well, it's technically Sunday, but it's Monday, November 27th for the podcast purposes. It's 2023. We have five NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Five games easing us back in the NBA. I'll tell you one thing. I looked at the schedule for this week. There's no 14-game slates. That's already a win. The slates are really spread out. That's already a win. And this slate for a five-game slate is a banger. So, Will, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. I'm doing well. And, Stevie, I just want to – you know, I'm, I'm just going to hop on that same train with you right now because I think sometimes you just need to know, like, what does it take for you to win? And, Stevie, like 14-game slates, I hate them. But, man, Stevie, when we're getting five to eight – that's like my wheelhouse for NBA in terms of, you know, how I see it, how I approach it. Um, and, and really, it's really all about the player pool too, Stevie, because you got to think about it on a 14 game slate, you're just not going to play everybody. And somebody that you just didn't like that day is going to go off for 50 fantasy points out of nowhere. But on, on some of the, the smaller slates, five to eight games, you know, it's a little bit more condensed in terms of the player pool. You know, you have have a, a better feel of probably the games. And like you said, this five-game slate right here, uh, is, this is certainly a banger of a slate for five games. So I, I got tons of ways we can go and ideas and thoughts. So uh, th- this should be a, a, a good little slate for us. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I think this is uh, a fun slate, and I, I am like a – seven to 10 game person like that is the sweet spot for nba and i've been saying this for years um so i'm, I'm right with you I, five game slate when it's this good i'm perfectly fine with it because there's so many ways to build on this slate um so only two teams on back-to-backs a lot to talk about we'll get through it here in just a second what's up youtube hope everyone's having a fantastic weekend here on sunday night 
and uh let's jump in have some fun appreciate everyone hanging out with us we get started with portland at indiana 241 and a half total in this game the pacers an 11 point favorite portland is on the second end of a back-to-back so we do not have their injury report knee smith questionable for indiana is all we're looking at here um Portland's starting to get healthy, but we'll see how they do, how they handle the back-to-back with some of these guys that have been missing some time. Uh, what do you like here for Portland? So one of the things I like for Portland is Malcolm Brogdon is back, which should help this team be a little bit more competitive, Stevie, like slate in and slate out. So it kind of makes me trust their team overall uh, a lot more. We, uh, Scoot Henderson is also back, so that gives them a little bit more depth. Um, you know, obviously Sharp's been playing minutes. They've been playing a fair amount of guys, but Stevie, one guy that I've actually liked from Portland in certain spots is DeAndre Ayton. Uh, he's been a guy that's had some nice fantasy performances along the way. He's 6,900. This is a spot that I think we like just in terms of, uh, fantasy production. So him being, him sitting here at 6,900 feels like a good, a good tournament option today. Uh, at a spot where some points should be scored on both sides. Yeah, I had Aiton written down. He is He's certainly one of my favorite plays on this slate. So I think this is a great spot for him. Um, the Pacers allowing a ton of fantasy points to opposing centers. I think they allow, what is it, like the second most fantasy or second most actual points per game. So you might want to jump on like the point rebound projections or props, depending on like what state you're living in. So uh, really like this spot for Aiton. I'm with you on him. I'm worried a little bit about Brogdon. That he did play 34 minutes on Sunday against Milwaukee. Do they sit him here? You know, are they? They've been very careful with his minutes. Um, he did play a back-to-back recently, so maybe he plays. But he was on a minutes restriction for those games, so we'll see. Uh, if Brogdon's out, it makes a huge difference here. If Brogdon uh, plays. I'm with you. I like him a lot. If Brogdon sits, though, I really like Scoot Henderson at 5,400 um, in this game. I think that he's another guy that should continue to see his minutes kind of increase here. And, you know, you hope it he plays in this second end of a back-to-back. But I think this is a great spot for Portland. You know, we know how fast the Pacers tend to play pace-wise, and we know that the Pacers are one of the worst defensive teams in the league. So, yeah. Great spot. Portland, huge bit pace bump spot for them because they're like, what, 25th in pace, I think, in the NBA. So they're getting a huge upgrade in, in pace here. Absolutely. Uh, and this game's in Indiana, so Indiana is going to try to push the pace at home. Let's talk Pacers here. Neesmith questionable. He matters a little bit. Um, with with him being out recently, Obi Toppin's minutes have been a little bit more secure. Um, but, yeah, I don't think it matters enough where we're going to be making it you know determine our slate or not what do you like here for the pacers yeah i, th- I think i like a fair amount of spots and obviously it's going to start with halliburton he's 11k uh, he's earned this price tag stevie i mean he's been phenomenal i mean we've seen this guy put up 60 70 point performances and i'm not saying that he's absolutely going to hit that tonight but he's hitting it in a variety of ways and a lot of it is through assists and points um, you know, he's been scoring, you know, 30 points, 10 to 15 assists. This has been amazing to watch and just to watch some of these games. So uh, I like him a great deal. Uh, another guy that his minutes have picked up, but see, now the, the price is up, and that's Buddy Heal. Like, Buddy Heal's minutes came up, Stevie, but now the price is at 6400 I don't feel as good about the 
a good good about the price, but I do still like Benedict Benedict McEwen here at fifty one hundred. His price is starting to come down uh, because his minutes are more in the mid twenties or, or upper upper or lower mid twenties. But I don't hate it for the price. Um, you know, Bruce Brown is playing plenty of minutes, uh, but I don't feel like he's a must play here. I, I don't hate it in a game stack. But just generally speaking, I'm not I'm not thrilled about it. But you know, Miles Turner would be kind of the next man up behind Hallie if he was playing more minutes. And I know he'll get some some big performances, Stevie. But with him playing minutes in the 20s for that price, I, I don't want to play him either. So it's mainly Halliburton, probably a sprinkle of of Benedict Mathurin, and um, you know maybe a little Bruce Browning in game stats. Yeah, I'm, I can get behind all that. Um, I will say, like, Putty Heald has correlated really well with um, Halliburton. Halliburton getting Putty Heald some open looks, and they're they're obviously working a lot better g- together here recently. And we've seen the points and just shot attempts and everything kind of go towards Putty Heald's favor. I think it continues in this game. He's a guy that I really have on my list is, like, seeing what his point prop opens up at. Um, I might not play him in DFS because his price has kind of risen a little bit, but... I mean, the spot is a good spot. This is a really good spot. All right, LA at Philadelphia, 231.5 total in this game. Philly, a a 4.5-point favorite. Hachimara, Vanderbilt, Vincent out. LeBron and Reddish questionable. House and Oubre questionable. Or House questionable, Oubre out for Philly. Uh, Let's start here with the Lakers. What do you like here for LA? Well, let's kind of start with with Austin Reeves, who, you know, has this kind of interesting role with the team, Stevie. You know, still playing, you know, played 30 minutes or 30 plus minutes in the past couple of games, but it's really kind of just been doing it all, not taking as many shots as I would like to see, or maybe he's taken, you know, over the course of the season, but you're still putting up some nice, nice performances here. So I, I don't hate him uh, in this spot against Philly. LeBron, um, you know, as much as they want to limit his minutes, Stevie, he's still playing about 35 minutes a game uh, on average. So I, I don't, I don't have any problem rolling LeBron out against Philly in what should be a, um, a competitive game, and then kind of the same thing to with Anthony Davis, who him and LeBron just keep the questionable tag all year, Stevie. But if you just, if honestly, if you just kind of play them every night, they keep performing. But because they're Anthony Davis and LeBron, I feel like we, we're kind of missing out on these performances, Stevie. Like just the other night, they played Cleveland. And in your mind, you're like, mm, don't want to take him. I mean, AD put up 61 fantasy points, 36, 56, 49, 51, 25, 52, 62. I mean, that's the experiment. I mean, he had another stretch. We had three games of 60 or more. I don't want to overlook the upside because their names are Anthony Davis and LeBron. This should be a competitive game. Uh, I like them a ton. D'Angelo Russell's actually been fine this season. Uh, you know, the fantasy production has kind of come down the past couple of games, but you know, we've seen him put up some some mid high thirties, you know, performances. I don't hate him in this spot either. Yeah, with I want to see if Reddish plays because if Reddish sits again, I think Christie at thirty nine hundred, you know, just continues yep. to play thirty plus minutes. Uh, not a huge fantasy point per minute producer, but a co- good competitive game where he could go over like twenty fantasy points. I don't hate that. Um, Prince should play a bunch of minutes in this game if Reddish sits with Hachimura out. He's not a huge fantasy point per minute producer, but he's going to get a ton of run in this game. And then I love the Reeves call. 
him and Russell are kind of in this price range where like, if I end up on one of these guys, I'm not going to hate it. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think they both have a little bit of upside at these prices. Uh, Philly side of this game. Good old Lakers. Um, good old Lakers defense. They, I, I will say the Lakers defense has been better this year. They're top 10 in defense this year. Defensive rating. Um, what do you like here for Philadelphia? So with Philly, man, you know, and I've talked about this before. Now, he is priced a lot closer to where where he he will be or should be, but you know, Tobias Harris was a guy who was playing, but he, like I said, he's priced up now. Maxie's ninety two hundred. Stevie, he's also another guy that has earned this ninety two hundred dollar price tag. I mean, points galore. Uh, you know, when he's hitting thirty points, Stevie, I mean, we're seeing some really really nice performances. He's already got a 50-burger this season already. This is absolutely a spot where I think, you know, he could get off. De'Anthony Melton is now priced up. He's 6K, Stevie. I think that's a little bit too high. I, I mean, we need to get him back down in that, you know, 5,500 range for me to consider playing him. Not that he hasn't put up some performances, but uh, I think we're just getting too too close to uh, his, his ceiling price rather than his uh value price. Nick Batum is a guy that's getting minutes, but I, I can't play him. I, I really think it's just Maxi and Embiid. Uh, I wish we could play Robert Covington, Stevie. Like I, I wish he was getting 30 minutes a game, but he's just not playing enough minutes, I think, to hit what we need him to hit for the price. Hey, I guess some of these guys that you know we've made money off of over the years in the roles that they are in and like you're like, oh, I want to play Covington because he oh, made me money man. six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, for me on Philadelphia, I, I think Embiid has a huge ceiling in this game. Um, Maxi's price is still tough for me. You know, like he he has that seventy plus point ceiling, so like I get it. Um, I really don't love Philly this, this in this game. I, I don't like it's a two thirty one and a half total. Philly has one of the highest implied team totals on slate, and it's just it's tough for me. I, I think it'd be Embiid. Um, I, I mean, but an, an Embiid Lebron or an Embiid Davis combo is expensive. Um, it so, is. I mean, I just my problem will is first of all, I love the Portland Indiana game, and I love our next game. We got Washington at Detroit two thirty four and a half total in this game. Detroit a three point favorite. Jordan Poole questionable. That's huge. Right out uh, on the Detroit side. Bogdanovich, Harris, and Morris out. Uh, let's start here with Washington. I mean, you have to love this game because it's two of the worst defensive teams in the NBA. Um, so, first of all, you love that aspect of this game. Washington plays extremely fast. Um, they're playing at the second fastest pace in the NBA, and Detroit plays 11th. So, I mean... This game's going to be fast-paced with little little defense, and it just seems like it's going to be a, a really high-scoring affair. Let's start with Washington. What do you like here for the Wizards? Yeah, so what I like, Stevie, first of all, is everybody's priced, well, mostly reasonably, right? And so we got, we got like you talked about, the Lakers-Philly game where all the big guys are 9K plus, you know, maybe outside of Austin Reeves, who's got 40-point upside. Um, you know, this is, this could be a good spot for, for fantasy points for them. Uh, I see we got, you know, uh, Steven Smith in the, in the, in the chat and that's Yappy Cappy. Hey, Yappy saying, hopefully pool is listed in or out before lock. So Stevie, uh, I ended up 
with a fairly good weekend in NBA from Saturday because I didn't play Jordan Poole in single entry. Um, I leaned a little bit more heavy to Atlanta and the New Orleans-Utah game. Jordan Poole was like 50% in tournaments and got ruled out after lock, Stevie. Just painful because I've been there before. Uh, my point is Jordan Poole's now, you know, he's still showing questionable. Um, so hopefully, you know, like you said, we get that news. But if he plays, I think he's definitely a guy you want to play. Uh, if he's out, Corey Kispert still going to be getting minutes. I don't I don't hate, you know, playing him. Denny at 6,100, even though uh, he didn't get to 30 minutes, it ended up just kind of being a blowout. I would expect him to get close, a lot closer to 30 minutes in this spot. I don't hate him at 6,100. Uh, and I'd absolutely have interest in Kuzma uh, as well. I, I don't hate Daniel Gafford at 5,700 on this slate. He's been playing around 30 minutes, Stevie. So this is it's not like, you know, he's Daniel Gafford playing 20, 21 minutes. This is a – those extra eight, nine minutes make a big deal, a big difference in his fantasy output. And so in this spot I, at 5,700, I think for tournaments, man, it, it's, a, it's a great play. Yeah, I really like Kuzma. I want Poole to play in this game just because I think the game has a better potential to stay close to Jordan Poole plays. He's been shooting a lot more recently, too. Um, I agree. I hope he is listed in or out before a lock. I think we'll get more um, news. And I read the report that said that he felt soreness in, in warm-ups, but warm-ups happen way before lock. I mean, if anyone has ever been to a pro NBA game, oh, like yeah. He, you, yeah, that's just, it's ridiculous. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, so, yeah, if, if Pool sits, I have a. I mean, I would have interest in Tyus Jones in this spot if Pool sits. Like, this is a spot Tyus Jones could have a big game. Like, this is a fantastic matchup. Fast-paced game. Um, I really like this spot for Gafford. Pull in or out. I think Gafford's very playable in this spot, so I really like him. It's just one of those games. I think there's a lot of upside overall. Um, so I think you know we're going to be looking at a lot of pieces in this game, and we just have to look past that Atlanta game last time out. It was a massive blowout, and yeah. you know just not a ton of run from anybody. Yeah, Atlanta was pretty much full strength, and they had pulled out. They had Gallinari out. It just it got away from them quickly. Yep. Uh, Detroit side of this game, love Detroit. I mean, I think oh, this man. is a, a phenomenal spot for Cunningham, Duran, Thompson, Stewart, anybody else you want to bring up. Um, they're all fantastic. I love, love Kate Cunningham at 8,300. He's going to be definitely going to be in my single entry lineup today. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, absolutely. Say for me, man, Kate at 83, 
he, he's priced a little bit above like where his averages are, but you got to understand, man, when he gets in some of these faster paced, bigger games, he's going to have a shot. Like he popped off against Milwaukee. Guess what folks? Milwaukee is not a great defensive team, Portland. Uh, so, you know, I, I love this spot for him. Um, you know, I, I don't hate Alec Burks, Stevie. Now that we've got Burks back down to 4,500, now look, didn't play the minutes in the Indiana game, didn't play the minutes in the in the Denver game. Um, maybe they're maybe they're cutting the minutes back now that they're kind of getting some of these guys back. And you know, Sasser's playing, um, uh, Killian Hayes is playing. Like they've got some guards playing, so maybe that's the case. I don't mind rolling him out in in large field tournaments just to kind of see if he gets. 22, 23 minutes. This could be a spot for 30 fantasy points um, for for him as well. So just just kind of want to point that out. Um, you know, I know you know Kevin Knox is still playing about 25 minutes a game. I don't hate him in this spot just for for slight salary relief in tournaments. Not a crazy high fantasy point per minute play, but just someone else that you could get you know some light exposure to this game. Um, just kind of for, for a weird situation if it swings our way. And then Jalen Duran, man, Indiana game, 29 minutes, you know, 39 fantasy points. We can't say enough good things about what he's been able to do from a fantasy perspective. If you had to limit it to two guys, man, it's got to be, it's got to be Caden Duran for me in, 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 in this game from, from, from uh, Indiana. I mean, yeah, Detroit, sorry. Yeah. Don't sleep on Jaden Ivy too. His minutes continue to get increased. Um, this is a guy that dealt some injuries to start the season. So I think I would definitely play Ivy over like an Alec Burks. His minutes have definitely dipped um, with Ivy playing more and more. So is Caden killing Hayes. So I, I think really for me, it's Cunningham, it's Duran, it's Ivy. Those would be my three main pieces here uh, for Detroit. Fast-paced game, little defense. Um, attack those three guys. New Orleans at Utah. 230 and a half total here. New Orleans, a three and a half point favorite. McCollum, Murphy, Ryan out for New Orleans. Clarkson and marketing questionable for Utah. So this is a game we're really going to have to pay attention to the injury news because it makes a huge difference um, whether or not Clarkson and marketing play or not. Let's start with New Orleans first here. Um, McCollum's still out, but we should get, you know, Ingram and Zion was a rest day. So he'll be back here. Uh, we, we've seen his minutes increase quietly. Zion's minutes over the last two games, 35 and 34. Um, they sat him down for a rest day. If Zion's going to play 35 minutes a night, he has a huge ceiling, um, at, even at 8,700. So I I like Zion in this spot. And I really like Brandon Ingram if Zion wasn't playing. But I really like this spot for Zion. I wish Ingram was a little bit cheaper. Um, outside of that, though, it, it gets tough because, like, I think Dyson Daniels or Hawkins um, is like guys you could play and just kind of hope you get the right one right. I think it's Daniels. He has a more consistent role. I, I know Hawkins had a big game the other night, but Zion missed that game. Um, Zion's going to be back here. So I think like value-wise, I'd be looking at Daniels, but I really like this spot for Zion. Yeah, absolutely. Same for me. Um, the only concern I have, Stevie, that, that's the weird thing about this game. Like with Zion back, if Clarkson and Marketing sit in this game, I gotta think the Pelicans handle business here. 
Yeah, and I think that's, that's where you'd get more Daniels, more Daniels builds. Yeah, and that's that's my only concern. But even still, Stevie, I mean, I, I think Zion could pop off in 30 minutes again in this spot. If if he's got little to no resistance at the rim, um I I don't I don't feel great about Ingram at 9K. I can tell you that. Um not that he can't get there, Stevie. Like we we've seen him do it. But nine, he's just—I I just don't feel good about it. Even with with McCullum out, I'd absolutely lean Zion here, and I'm with you on Dyson Daniels. Like I do think he's the the, the better play uh, over Hawkins here. And JV Stevie, I'm just done with JV. He's like my new Aaron Gordon. I don't play him. He gets 50 points. I play him in the spot of all spots. Worst, one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Zion out, and he gets 21 fantasy points. Plays twenty. I just, I just can't. I, so, JV's just. I, I'm just. I, I'm, I'm fading JV the rest of the year. The rest so for, of the year. For what it's worth, um, Clarkson was an illness. He was back at practice on Sunday. Marketing's hamstring. He did not practice on Sunday. I, I think that marketing is very questionable, and I think that Clarkson plays. Um, so. That that means that would be really interesting. I think the game stays competitive potentially still. I want marketing out there, but I think Clarkson, if marketing ends up sitting in this game, I think Clarkson at 7,400 um, becomes a great play in this spot. Outside of that, I mean, Utah has been really tough to figure out this season. Um, maybe I take some shots on like a, a Keontae George. Um, Kessler came back and Play 21 minutes the other night. He's cheap if he's going to get the minutes, but who knows if he's going to get the minutes. If Markkanen sits, I think it's like taking some shots on Clarkson if he plays, obviously, and probably Colin Sexton trying to get that second um, second team like upside type of stuff. Uh, what do you like here on the Utah side? Yeah, so if Clarkson plays, I'm in. Um, if Clarkson and Markkanen play... I feel like I'm still okay with Clarkson just just because we've seen his upside when he's when he's played and, and got the big minutes. So I don't hate it. Uh, Clarkson's out. I'm absolutely going back to Colin Sexton. Now the other night, Stephen, they did something weird where Chris Dunn got the start and um, uh, <laughs> what's that guy? Uh, Fontecchio got the start. Like they, it, it was just weird. Tht played a you know, a handful of minutes. He didn't start. Um, John Collins did start, obviously. So I'm just saying if marketing's out, and, and then I'm sure Collins will start. They didn't start um, Walker Kessler. They started Yurt 7. It, it was just weird. So I don't know what they're going to do. I really don't. So I, I think this is a spot for lineups like you just have to hope and pray that we get all the news before seven. And then that way you can at least plan accordingly. I will say if Markin is out, I, I do think I like Kessler here. Um, I mean, even in 21 minutes, TV 30 fantasy points the other night, in, insane uh, output from him, which is what we're accustomed to. Uh, someone else that I think is, is viable if Markin is out, he played 25 minutes. He's been playing. Anyway, that's Kelly Olenek. Like he would kind of be my, him and Kessel would kind of be my mainstay plays from this team if if uh, marketing's out. 
Yeah, I mean, Utah, Utah's so tough because they're so bad offensively. They're just a really bad offensive team. Um, while waiting on the marketing news, uh, if marketing sits, like I said, I really like Clarkson in this spot. Um, then it kind of gets really interesting because, like, even looking at I'm looking at quarter IQ right in front of me, and like, it's just like nothing is like jumping off the page here. Like when we take when we take Lori Marketing by himself off the floor here, we don't have a large enough sample size really on anybody. I mean, the biggest person in usage bump is John Collins. The biggest person in like fantasy point per minute is Jordan Clarkson. So maybe those are the two guys we're looking at if Marketing ends up sitting in this game. Yep, absolutely. Denver at LA taking on the Clippers. No total in this game because it is a back-to-back for Denver. Uh, we assume that Jamal Murray is not going to be back here, but um, I did read something that he's getting closer and closer. Aaron Gordon dealing with a, like a heel injury. He ended up sitting on Sunday because of a heel injury, so we'll see. And then Plumley remains out for the Clippers. Uh, what do you like here for Denver? Uh, Jokic, Jokic, more Jokic. Man, listen, Stevie, the game kind of got out of hand against Houston. And, and what I mean by that is Houston, you know, beat Denver. Stevie, Denver scored 86 points in this game. <laughs> Jokic had 81 fantasy points. 38-19-8 in a blowout. Like, Unbelievable. Like, you just, I mean, he's 12-8, and you just have to play him. Like, and I'm not saying you, I'm saying if there's anybody you're going to play from Denver, it's him. Like, this game should be competitive. You probably need to play him, period. Coming from somebody that took um, unders on his point rebound and assist everywhere in that Houston game, um, I was very tilted. Um, like, his, I mean, Oh, it was so crazy. Like, Steve, one of the most bizarre, I think, outputs in a blowout I've ever seen. Seriously. Well, it was just like you got exactly what you expected, right? The Houston defense has been playing great. So you got, like, exactly what you expected in that game. And it's like, whatever. Um, I mean, like, even even on Sunday um, against the Spurs, like, he went for 39-11-9. Um, he, he's just so good. And he's just doing so much right now. Yeah, yeah. so much. Uh, if Aaron Gordon sits and Jamal Murray's still out, you could take some shots on Reggie Jackson here for Denver. Like, he saw a huge increase on Sunday. So you could take some shots on him. Uh, minutes were still kind of spread out on the bench, guys. So I really think, like, Jokic, Jackson, maybe some tournament exposure to Porter Jr. would be how I approach Denver in this game. Uh, Clippers side of this game, what do you like here for Denver? Um, listen, Paul George has continued to feel like the most stable Los Angeles Clipper there is. Um, so if I'm going to play anybody from this team, it's him. You've got James Harden, who, you know, his minutes seem to have kind of increased in a way. Uh, if he plays 35 minutes, I think people are interested. I don't hate it. Um, I just hate, man, Russell Westbrook is just buried now. Like, excuse me, so sorry. Um, I hate the fact that he's not getting his 35 minutes a game, but, hey, I am not uh, the coach. I, do you play Zubac? Probably not. 
Do you play Daniel Tice, Stevie? You might play a little bit of Tice in this spot at 3,800, especially if we feel like he's going to get 20 minutes. I think the minutes were cut short the other night because of the blowout. Um, but I don't, I don't hate Tice at 3,800 uh, in this spot, especially when they got to deal with, with some size between uh, for Jokic uh, and, and um, you know, they may just be throwing bodies at him. I, I don't hate Tice here. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily hate that call. Norman Powell is my favorite. If you think this game's going to be competitive, you know, we've talked a lot about his role and how he's been closing games. The game just against Dallas the other night wasn't close, so he didn't get that extra, like, four to, yeah. you know, six-minute run. And he was dealing with a little bit of a groin injury, so the fact that they didn't have to have him out there um, definitely was the first guy off kind of situation. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I think someone here, Paul George, if you're wanting to pay up, um, but I think Norman Powell on the cheap cheap side is who I would look at in the spot. Oh, quickly through this one. See, when you have five games, it just flows, and you're not like, yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here. Favorite play under five k to go seven x. Who do you got? Oh man, Stevie, this one's slightly tough for me because I almost feel like I. I need someone to be out. I'm not thrilled about too many guys under 5K. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to take your guy. Give me Kelly Olynyk. Kelly O. Who do you think my guy is? Norman Powell. No, so I like Powell. I don't think Powell's getting 7x. I think Powell is consistently. In the five to six X range, but I don't think he's getting seven X. Um, I mean, I struggle with this question. I'm right there with you. I just there's nothing down here. Like some injury news could potentially change like my thought process down here today, but I'm struggling with like the seven X type of question today, just because I don't necessarily think it's anybody. I wrote down Max Christie here. Um, so yep, we'll just that's the right call. We'll go with that, but I mean, I don't feel great about it. <laughs> yeah. Hatchamara's out. Reddish is questionable still. Vincent's still out. Vanderbilt's out. So, like, they're out. They only played eight guys the other night. Um, and I, I noticed that in my research. So, that is a huge bump to a guy like Christie, who's definitely saw an increase in role. I really want Cam Reddish to be out if I'm going to take shots on Max Christie, though. Yeah. Uh, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Give me Brandon Ingram at 9K. Yeah. With your thought process there is Zion's coming back, right? Like that would yeah. be. Yeah. It's definitely going to eat into him. Like yeah. I, his usage went up. I think when I looked at it Saturday with him and CJ up the floor, I think he got up to about 36%. And so like he, he's not going to be at 36% with Zion back. No, no way. I'm going to go right at 8K and say Kawhi Leonard um, does not yeah. get 5X here. I like it. He could easily do it, though. I mean, this could be a really competitive game, and those are the types of games I feel like Kawhi is going to show up for him. Favorite 6X play today? Favorite 6X play? Give me... This This is a slightly tough one. I'm going to go DeAndre Ayton. I like Ayton here against Indiana. Yeah, I don't have a problem with Aiden today. Um, I'm going to go Cade Cunningham. I, I really like Cade today. I think this is a fantastic spot for him. And I know he's expensive at 8,300, 
but I think this is a spot he smashes. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? I think if I'm going weird, man, is Daniel Gafford weird enough? I, I don't think too many people are going to be on Gafford today, but 5,700, I like I like where his minutes are when the games are competitive, Stevie. And, uh, you know, I think if he gets 29, 30 minutes, could be an upside game for him here. Yeah, so I originally wrote down Jaden Ivey. I, the more I think about it, the more I think he's going to be chalkier. I think he's going to have to be. It's, it's not yeah. enough value right now. So I'll I'll switch it to Dyson Daniels for New Orleans as a let's get weird GPP. Yeah. But I really do like Jaden Ivey today. Yep. All right. Uh, prop or if you're in a state where you can't do some prop betting, talk to us here a little bit about a fantasy pick and play. What do you got for us today? Well, I let me see where they have if they've got Duran up yet because he's in they one don't. of the early games. <laughs> yeah, I I wrote well, down to make sure I checked that. <laughs> yeah, but they did. But they gave us Cade, which is why I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, I mean, Duran's been dealing with an injury. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Is like they're they're careful yeah. with getting him up there. Give me. Were you thinking like a rebound or like a point rebound for? Oh for... yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Because with him, I mean, he could get 15 rebounds and 15 points. Like it's just, it's how it is. Give me. Uh... I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with the under on this one, Stevie. It's not gonna feel good right now, but I. Even though I think this game is competitive, I think there'll be enough rebounding and such around him. And look, he's nuked this the past couple of games. I get it. But give me Joel Embiid at 17 and a half rebounds assists. I want less than that number. Like this, this, I this won't continue all season. And I, I think tonight when you've got to deal with AD and deal with LeBron and some of these other guys rebounding, I think his rebound numbers come down, which will affect that total. All right, I am going to go with Cade Cunningham more than 24 and a half points. Um, I just took this on the hard rock as well if you're in yeah. a betting state. So I, I like Cade Cunningham to hit his point prop today, uh, whether you're doing pick em or if you're doing a prop bet. I think this is a good spot. He's He's gone over this in back-to-back games and draws another just fantastic, very fast-paced game. He's really excelled in fast-paced games this year. So I'm going to take Cunningham more than 24 and a half points craig wants you to know the word of the day is compromise he's 23 years in and he says belated happy turkey day and congratulations chief thanks everyone for hanging out with us over there on youtube will any final thoughts before we get out of here uh negative man uh thanks everybody for listening thanks for having me on stevie and hopefully we can ride this thing to the money all right let's happen all right everyone that is a fantastic monday we're back tuesday talking basketball have a good one we'll see you then